Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm David, and this is David Talk Season 7, Episode 91. And we got the rain. Yo. And you know what we're about to do. We're about to vibe. What do you get out of that song? Oof. So much. A lot, man. That second verse, one of the best verses of the year, I think. Okay. Now, what about what about the message? What do you what do you what do you hear? Oh, yeah, because especially that. I hear um someone expressing uh unhealthy uh ways of the, the quote unquote culture. Right. Hip hop music, uh right. Pop culture, anything, everything included. Just the way we move about things. And we talk about this a lot. Untreated trauma. 100%. It's almost healthy to be toxic. I mean, yeah, it's like opposite, but, you know, 
it's kind of like scoffing at the fact that uh, people celebrate negative stuff that happens to people and pain. But yeah, it's in it's an underlining uh, precursor to what what he talks about on his album. So it's cool. You know, that's that's what I got as well. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I was thinking. He said the next day everybody forgets what happened before. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So they don't they don't get enough time to to digest to analyze what happened to be able to correct the situation in the first place. Well, I think it's because so much stuff happens. You know, we're overexposed to so many things that happen every other day. You know, tragedy after tragedy, massacre, you know what I mean? But then, like, stuff in our daily lives, people that, you know, get killed or something like that, you know, in our neighborhoods from, from you know, regular citizens doing it to each other or even police, you know, anything. So we kind of desensitize everything. So. I was thinking, and you're right, there's so many things happening all at once, and I really believe that we have to be retrained just to be able to process a lot of the information one at a time. Yeah, I seen I seen a post earlier. It was um, it was showing a mom talking to her son, and she and the son was crying. Right. And then uh, she was like, "You got to toughen up. You know, men don't cry, or whatever." Yeah. And then I sh- it shows a picture below it. Right. And it's a woman talking to a, a grown man. I guess the same kid growing up, and she's like, "How come you don't?" React to anything. You don't have any feelings. You don't have any emotions. It's like you would you were kind of taught that, you know, right. in the culture or you know just how you were raised. Mostly that's just how you coped. You know, whether it's men or especially black men, it's just it is what it was. So you know, it's so it, we were taught that uh, showing our emotions or being vulnerable was, was weak. You know, but uh, yeah, like you said, it's something that you got to unlearn. It's gonna take, you know. That's that's some of those things are gonna take a lifestyle. You know, There's so many uh, reinforcing uh, <laughs> the coping mechanisms that we just can't even get over. So, you know, gotta do it one one by one, one at a time. But I mean, we got artists like Kendrick. You know, right? You know, uh, actors or or moguls like uh, Denzel Washington, like just you know random. Uh, people that we could look up to or look f- forward to their message, maybe not how they live or whatever they do, um, but they seem to be bringing awareness of stuff like this, in which it might sound normal to regular people, but in in our culture, right, right, uh, that's not that's not normalized. That wasn't normal for us. I think it's incredibly courageous of Kendrick Lamar to send a message that. I believe most people won't get right with the old school style mm-hmm. of music. Yeah. A lot of young children won't be attracted to this type of music. Right. It's, it almost sounds like noise to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I and I say that because I witnessed it. Right. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, kind of thing. So they don't even want to listen to the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's why I say it's incredibly brave of Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar has a fan base. Like no other I've witnessed. Right. I've been I've been to Summer Jam and and just when Kendrick Lamar came out, it was like ninety plus percent of the people that were there attending mm-hmm. were there for him. Right. It was incredible. 
Yeah, he's a different kind of. I went. I went to a country concert in Barclays Center. Right. He does something different. You know, I think there's only a few artists that does that has a, a fan base like that, like a like Kendrick or Travis Scott. Right. ASAP Rocky. Okay. Um, they just they just have different kind of fans. I don't know if you want to call them diehard, but they they really appreciate music, the message, the body of work, and so like you get that, that, a different kind of energy. Versus like it's it's not even to say that Drake doesn't have that same kind of fans because I'm sure he does. Right. But they're more there for the for the party for the you know for the vibes, which is cool too. But it's just it's it's not the same enthusiasm as yo. I can't believe I'm here experiencing this. This message in person and this art as intended, it's just it's a different type of thing. I, I could throw Cole in there a little bit, but yeah. Well, I commend Kendrick because you and I, we got the message. Oh yeah, yeah, for and sure. we can relate it to people that listen to us as well. Which is crazy. I mean, Kendrick Lamar's been gone for five years right. since since his, his album "Damn." Okay, which is really good too. Mm-hmm. Um. Came back with this song, which is phenomenal to me. Right, yeah, it's a great song. I love it. Yeah, it's a you know Marvin Gaye mix and it's fire. fire. Yeah, it's incredible. The energy's there. Everything's you're, you're there. Blasting in the car yet? Of course, absolutely. It's hair stand up type stuff. I try not to go fast because you know I don't do that on the highway. It's it's something about the riffs that just like it makes you want to just speed. Yeah, this is fire. Not not that we suggesting. I ain't I ain't saying we speeding, but you know drive. Drive safely and obey the speed limit. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's it's different. And then, you know, the video. Did you see the video? I seen parts of it. I didn't see it. Video is incredible too. It, it adds an element to the to the whole experience. Oh wait a minute, know? I did. You see, talk about oversaturated. I did see the video, right, right. But like the process of information is so quick. That you kind of yeah. forget, and it was great because I, I yeah, I seen the different faces changing. That that right. was interesting. It was, you know, and um, even though he's not exactly speaking from the voices of whoever he's he morphed into, or whatever, yeah, uh, it, it, you can attribute it to them. It's, it's it's just really outstanding writing, man. It's just really, and that second verse is just, you can you can literally tell a whole story. About the second verse, especially. I mean, the first verse is cool. Right. The last verse is is what everyone talks about the most when he speaks from uh, the perspective of Nipsey Hussle, um, right. that passed away, rest in peace, and Kobe Bryant, um, right. rest in peace as well. And it's like those are more touching, and I guess more for a wide audience. And you know, but the second verse, man, that's just it's just so like relatable to me. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not Nipsey. I'm not close to who Nipsey was as a person, or Kobe Bryant. Right. Even though them being black men as, as I am as well. But the second verse is more like, okay, this yes. is trauma. This is the struggles that you deal with on the daily. That's And it's not even really scratching the surface, but it's the most that most that any artist really talks about. And it's just like, wow, this is crazy. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a peek into the album that he dropped, you know, for the, for the following week. And this, album, this song's not even on the album. And it's like, wow, why wouldn't this song, you know, be on the album? But... The way the album is constructed is just it didn't need to be. It's just it was just great, amazing. Well, the core, the core of the album, you know, one you have to as an artist you have to be creative, which he is. Right. Visionary, which he is. Right. Actor, he's actually an outstanding actor. We, yeah, we, we we spoke about this. Yeah, and um, yeah, we did on uh, 
Was it power? Yeah, we did. It was, it was incredible. But the point that I'm making, the core, uh, where the, the problem lies is mental health. Something mm-hmm. that we, again, spoke about many, many times. Mm-hmm. But our community isn't educated right. uh, to the smallest level mm-hmm. in this regard. And a lot of times someone would do something and we'll react like we know something's not quite right about it. So we'll be <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's bugged out. Or that's like, yo, that, that's wild. What's wrong with him? Like, yeah. what's wrong with him? Why, 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 why you do that? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we correlate that with mental health. Things that we are ashamed to talk about, bipolar, schizophrenia, et cetera. Right. And a lot of our people and other people have these mental uh, conditions left untreated. Right. And I believe if we were educated about it, people won't be made fun of. You won't feel weird about having a condition. We'll be working together as a community Mm -hmm. to correct or to be able to assist. Right. People with these conditions Yeah I mean You know I guess everything is Holistic here right Yeah speaking of The culture It just seems to be like uh, Something that's looked down upon Or frowned upon Um, If you You have someone with disabilities Or uh, Mental health issues And People try to People even ignore it Pretend that it's not even happening Well in all fairness And I gotta say this as well Even in the uh, Royal families Right Hundreds of years ago A lot of Family members have been locked away Oh yeah All their entire lives All right, right, for sure For these type of conditions yeah, yeah. Kings and queens Yeah So It happens everywhere No one's Right, I mean those things It's still remnants of the, those kind of practices You know, people get You know, just dismissed And, you know, put in their own box And kind of You just kind of like uh, You move on with your life Because, you, you know, you don't want to be uh, bothered with facing certain realities, you know what I'm saying? So that's the other ex- other side, the other extreme, locking somebody away, forgetting about them type stuff. You know, we we hear stories about people being in attics and basements and all that craziness, but it's real, man. It's real. What do you say to to people that might say, let let's put it this way: if you know someone that you care dearly about, how would the best way to protect them if they have an illness um, in the mental capacity. Mm. You know, that's a question that I had to ask myself. Right. And what I thought of is education. Right. Educate people that's around someone you care about to best protect them. But then you're going to, on the other hand, have other people that say you're infringing on their freedoms, on their liberties. Right. Why are you telling their business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all murky to me, honestly. I'm learning every day when it comes to it. Right. I personally have my own struggles with it in my life. Okay. And then even seeing it in, in other parts and other people dealing with it, is I, I don't think there's any real right way, but I do think there are plenty wrong ways. You know, so I, I learn every day how to try, how to uh, cope with it myself. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, I think most people, especially people of color, deal with mental illnesses anyway because of conditioning, because of coping. Um, I don't want to put everyone in a category, but it's just PTSD is a real thing. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like just 
uh, depression's a real thing. You know, like all those things affect us on our daily lives versus one big shock factor uh, that people expect uh, another person to deal with trauma. But yeah, like, well, I think it's important one's reputation and, and how one interacts with people that are responsible, I would say, that are mature, that can understand when someone says, hey, look, you got to watch out or you should watch out for this, that, and this, and this is how to deal with this situation. You know, what to expect, you know. Um, and I think that helps the situation with people that can understand it. Yeah, man, knowledge, like, you, like you preach, not preach, but, you know, you, you push this a lot. Like, knowledge is key, man. Knowledge is power. And I really, I, I do agree with that, man. You know, in, in a lot of these situations, that definitely is um, the best protection and, the, you know, the best uh, security. Right. Yeah, man, it's, we got to definitely instill that into our culture. You know, more awareness, um, which which you do, which is basically half of the part of your show. You know what I'm saying? Besides right. the other, you know, other also equally as important components. But yeah, man, this is is take it day by day type of stuff, man. Well, and then, you know, I, I gotta say, usually, um, school shootings, and this is something we we don't want to really. It's not the fun thing to talk about, but. Right. It's interesting that in certain communities, these type of situations happen versus other ones. Right. So mental health is clearly there. Right. But what's the difference? See, now that's a different, you know, um, I think that's a a different culture, you know, an American culture. Right. Um, I'm not going to say other parts of the world don't experience mass shootings or school shootings especially, but the numbers are like totally uneven. You know, and I don't mean to just, you know, poop on America, but uh, it's just I think mental health is dealt with different in America. It's overly medicated unless, uh, you know, attentive or uh, even taken serious. You know? Well, in particular, the, the uh, Texas shooting and right. um, rest in peace to the 19 children and two teachers. Right. And the husband of one of the teachers. And the husbands and the families and the right. You know, everyone grieving. Oh, no, one of, one of the teachers, her, her the one that died, her husband died. Wow. From a heart attack. Wow. Two days later. Wow. Yeah. And and, and we've said this before. People will die. It's been proven right. of a broken heart. Gr- grief is crazy. It's insane. No, yeah, grief is serious. Yeah. My boy's dealing with something now. And, uh, yeah, grief is different. I know it's hard to talk about these things. I just feel like if we really, truly talk about them, we'll get to the root of the situation. We'll be able right. to change it. Instead of shying away from it and just talking about things that are fun all the time. Well, that's where, you know, that's the other part. Like, you know, it's entertainment. People looking for the next best thing, the next big story. And um, I'm actually surprised that this story hasn't been, like, it hasn't been a big distraction to take away from this story. Um, I see them trying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got a little Kim Kardashian story over here or something, you know. But I think this one really shook up the world. Um, because the, just just the things leading up to it, the the, the place it was at, like you said, right. it's important. Um, and then it was just right after another mass shooting we just dealt with the other day. And it's like, this is the new big story, and it's kind of like the story that happened, you know. Like, you know, we don't talk about, we don't talk about gun control. We don't talk about... Right. Um, 
political situations much right. because we we know the real. For sure. We, we know the reality of the situation, so we don't even indulge in a lot of the nonsense. Right. And we don't talk about too much. We talk about liberties, but we don't talk about, like, prying into people's social medias, even though we know it happens anyways. For sure. My thing is the root of this situation is psychological evaluations. True. I mean, man, it's it got to be deeper than that. I think it's deeper. Like, uh, it's identity issues, man. It's identity. I think uh, as a whole, we don't even know who we are. As a country, there's no real history here to be proud of, and it's, just, it's a lot of things that go on with it. It's constant hate and resentment towards each other. It's, 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 it's a lot. What do you say about the corporations that are always benefiting no matter how the situation goes? Yeah, I see, you know what I've seen? I've seen um, sales and bulletproof backpacks have gone skyrocketed and stuff like that. It's like, wow. And that is the answer to the question I have. And, I, and I'm... Curious to know who actually understands what you just said. Right. Yeah. Can you break that down? I mean, like, just think about the bulletproof backpacks. What does that mean to corporations? Let's put it this way. It means, like, they make hey, money. Hey, let's let's look for the next shooting so we can make more money. That's what I mean. Oh, you, you have a bulletproof backpack? Like, what about a bulletproof you know, pencil case? <laughs> What's next? You know what I'm saying? You try to um, uh, then just monopolize everything, really. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's crazy, like it's. And I and I want I don't want to change the subject, but you, you just I just thought about something that happened to me uh, recently with a second grade. Yeah. Um, uh, who was speaking about Dominican Republic? Um, me. Who was the actor that passed away? Um, what's his name? Ray. Oh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, uh, it came on the radio. Second grade was like. Because he passed away in the Dominican Republic. And the second grader was like, well, we know everybody gets their their operations in the Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was like. This is interesting. What do you mean? And, and they were like, you know what I mean. They get surgery there. They know. Cheaper. They know. Right. Second graders are, are well aware of the fact Oof. that adults right. are getting plastic surgery. They're. they're she altering their bodies. Right. That's interesting. It's a common thing. And it, I was shocked. I didn't make the connection, man. I didn't. I wasn't shocked. When you just said it, I was just like, oh, DR, I want to go there. That's a good place to to, to, to die in your sleep. Because that's I, what I heard. That's <laughs> what you, I heard he died in his sleep. I ain't hear nothing yeah, else. Yeah, that's what I heard. But as for well. them to put two and two together is insanity. That's crazy. Right. We in good hands, man. <laughs> or not <laughs> well, <laughs> Might be an evil little genius over there but. Well they said well we know someone's mother And someone this and they went right. there and got plastic surgery And this is something that's common Yeah, It's, it's a, a lot of cultures Not just in Dominican Republic but in Colombia Right No but DR is a big place for um, A lot of bot surgeries A lot of malpractice Like fake doctors And people getting hurt and dying It's a big thing now Big crazy, and then it's like there's no laws over there. There's no real melt. Like there's nothing to to prosecute anybody like that when it comes to to, to those dangers. But hey, man, people gonna do what they want to do. I mean, the thing is, what is going on with our children that we're not aware of? It's kind of scary, man. That's very calculating, and I think they're just on a different wavelength. I mean, I, I watch little kids navigate through tablets and stuff extremely quick and 
three years old, two years old. Right. And you're like, wow, <laughs> my my grandmother can't do this. <laughs> so yeah, they just on a different uh, intelligence factor. Like, hope, hopefully, they don't turn to like robots or something. We got cyborgs where they're emotionless and they just kind of analyze everything. Like, it's just whatever. Um, and or that might be better than what we're doing now. So who knows? Oh, you know, I, I have to think, where do we recognize that any of our children have any psychological issues in the first place? Correct. A lot of a lot of people are under this notion that, you know, these things are developed at certain levels, certain age brackets, or somehow it's controlled. Don't right. worry about it. I think it's also a stigma, you know. Um, I was watching this movie with this girl. She has superpowers. She's, her parents is like... Uh, you know, don't tell no one because the government will get you, right? And they'll do experiments, you know, for the rest of your life. Uh, uh, and, and like that, those fears are like those are the things I think about too. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I also think about the stuff where it's like if I were to display uh, quote unquote uh, crazy tendencies, I'd be like, damn, they're gonna lock me away. They're gonna put me in a crazy house. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure a lot of people have heard that. You know that expression. So I mean, it's the stigma of not being able to trust people in power to help you you know with something as crazy as superpowers but really it's just a, a metaphor for mental health like it's what i really mean and like where do you turn for those type of stuff what do you do you know do you really want to go to a hospital where they restrain you or p- put you on a bunch of medications like like or do you go to counseling it's, it's a lot of stuff like that and and i know people that live healthy lives on, with medication you know right. it's not i'm not downplaying that at all it's just more like about building the trust and then also the foundation of knowledge to know exactly what's happening, why it's happening, why does the medication help. You know, it's, just, it's it's a lot of things that go on with it. But, yeah, you're definitely right about that. For sure. Well, the thing is, if these issues aren't dealt with head on as children or whenever they're recognized, it spills over into adulthood. You you know, it spills over into relationships. You, sp- you spoke of trust, for instance. The whole Johnny Depp case that's going on. Yeah. Some people look at it like, you know, these guys are they're rich, they're good, they're okay, it's comical or whatever the case may be, but is it right? Hmm. You know, one a lot of people may not realize this, but once you get married and there's a marriage certificate, your rights are now in the hands of the courts. Right. Like Interesting it. stuff. And and because of that Someone else has the rights over your relationship. Correct. And now people are feeling like they have to maneuver within the laws to be able to protect themselves within a relationship that they're in for 20 plus years or so, whatever the case may be. Right, 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 for sure. I mean, even one year, you know, that's, it could be any, any and it, I think it's, it's broadening, broadening behind marriage, beyond marriage, uh, like, Order protection and stuff like that with regular relationships and lifelong order protections and uh, just different laws that are not exactly protecting anyone, just kind of you know a money maker, you know. Um, but it's you know it's spreading, man. It's spreading. The power is spreading. I think that's kind of dangerous. I don't like so much uh, government involvement with my personal life, personally. Everybody's different. Some people like that. Some people like to be, you know, micromanaged and stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's not my bag. 
But yeah, Johnny Depp, uh, the Johnny Depp case, crazy. I don't know if you know anything about that thing, but it's. I honestly, I wasn't paying mind to it, but I do know right. that you might want to talk about it. I mean, I love it, man, and I know that you <laughs> it would be interesting in a case like that. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. I had to, I had to kind of pay attention to it a bit, and it, 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 I, you know what I'm going to say. Um, there was moments in the case that actually had me cracking up. I was yeah. laughing. Yeah. It was just funny. It's, it's an it's an insane drama comedy like uh, law. Like it's just a weird it's a weird place. What's going on with that, with that case? But I mean, for those who don't know, Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard were married. Right. They were in a relationship for a couple of years as well. Um, they had a divorce because she alleged that he beat her and assaulted her in various different ways. And uh, he has maintained his innocence from the beginning. Right. Um, and they're in court right now for an op-ed she wrote for um, Daily News, I think, or Time. Um, I'm not sure either. Which, yeah, she, she, wrote, uh, she wrote for some publication. platform it was, yeah, right? Yeah. So And uh, they're suing her for defamation. He's suing her for 50 mil. Okay. Which is warranted, I think. Even, even like, modest, if you ask me. Um, because he lost roles, the Jack Sparrow role, which everyone knows Johnny Depp for. Right. He also lost... Uh, uh, what is it? The Laws of Grindelwald, something like that. Yeah, the the Harry Potter movies. He lost a couple roles, and then also he got paid a, a substantial less amount <laughs> than he usually gets paid for another smaller role. Um, so yeah, his career was greatly affected by the situation, and uh, hers too. But uh, and her, she she kind of yeah. took more of a positive. Uh, she got more of a positive effect. Um, I don't want to get too much into the case as far as details are concerned, but I, what I will say is I do believe Johnny Depp, um, mostly. Do you feel that by making a statement like that before the, uh, the, the trial is concluded, right. do you feel pressure? Do you feel like people may judge no. you because he's a man? Um, I, Yeah, for sure. But I don't feel the pressure. I mean... I think I'm reserved to my own opinion in this situation, a healthy one. And to be honest, as as weird as it sounds, a popular one. Um, I don't think if the public was behind me, it it'd be I'll be as comfortable. Um, but in this situation, just like the Tory Lane situation, I was skeptical from the jump. You know what I'm saying? So was I. And uh, as time goes by, more and more details pop out. More and more people are are finding themselves more comfortable with believing Tory Lane's. Meaning, um, meaning a man, meaning be, a man to be more frank or to be more direct. Which, meaning a man over a woman, which, which is murky waters because we want to protect our women, especially black women, you know. Um, but in certain situations, it's just you you got to go with the facts. You got to go with the, what 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 your experience has taught you, and that's just what it is. And uh, um, in this court case or whatever, uh, Johnny Depp's looking really good. Like he's this. Proved a lot of lies and a lot of stuff. Um, well, her witnesses. Um, I don't. I don't want to say names, but some of the witnesses don't appear to be in the condition to be on a witness stand. And just, just for starters. I mean, this it's it's man. <laughs> she she has experts, quote unquote experts, that try to. Uh, I guess uh, support her story. But they, there's no proof. You know what I'm saying? There's no. It, it seems like she spent years in a calculated way to try to bring him down or to sue him, and it just didn't work out in her favor. And her team, honestly, they're they're not bad. They're not a bad team of lawyers, to be honest. I don't know who 
pay for him. There's some theories going on around. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna speculate. But uh, let me tell you, they made me a whole lot of something out of nothing because it doesn't look good. And then she's caught, been caught lying a few times. And so, like, what's what's sad about this whole thing is the fact that because Johnny Depp's cool, but I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cape for Johnny Depp. He, he's he's rich. He got his own life going on. You know what I'm saying? But what's sad about it to me the most is the fact that there are real victims out there, you know. But this case has shed light on the fact that Johnny Depp was the victim in the situation. And because he's a man, um, you know, everything he said was just thrown out the window and they believed her automatically. And the craziest thing that she did in this whole thing, but aside from making these allegations, is she used the Me Too movement to propel herself and, and become a figurehead of that of the movement. You and think she was advised by? You think she was advised by her lawyers to do so? Of course, but I mean, she's well aware of her actions. It's really ultimately her choice. Um, whether it was her lawyers or PR team or whatever is going on, it's definitely it's really up to her. And I just think that it's so sick to use the Me Too movement, which is an important movement. It's an important pivotal moment in our history. But it, it this takes away from that and we were warned about stuff like this Dave Chappelle or any you know he said stuff like this even so you know what and I want to talk about the whole relationship thing because I want to get into the Jaden Pickett Smith and uh, right and the will I want to get into that but you know what we're about to do we're about to vibe shouldn't be this complicated thought I'd die in your arms I thought I'd die in your true love shouldn't be this complicated thought I'd die in your arms I thought I'd die in your no heart but these feelings harder. No, no hard feelings, but these feelings harder. No, no hard feelings, but these feelings harder. Wait, when you see the kids, I see y'all tomorrow. Wait, when the sun set, I see y'all tomorrow. Wait, when I pick them up, I feel like they borrow. When I gotta return them, scan them like a barcode. Wait, no hard feelings, but these feelings hard though. Wait, who got the kids in those what autos? Wait, why they can't wear Yeezys with the cargoes? Y'all know Nike don't like me, y'all take it too far though. At least have him in some mics, he played for Chicago I only see three kids who watch in Chicago And you know all the nannies that Danny Nebraska Let the kids dig a tunnel to my house like Chapo Only neighbor in the hood with a door they could knock on I leave the light on True love Daddy's not gone Thought I'd die in your arms I thought I'd 
you know, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking Johnny Depp is probably saying to himself. What's forget about it? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> forget about it. It's like uh, if you agree with someone, you know, like Raquel Welch is one great piece of ass. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. But then, if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. Mm-hmm. You know. But then it's also like if some is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingiro's peppers, forget about it. You know. <laughs> but it's also like saying go to hell too. Like you know, like uh, hey, Bully, you got a one-inch pecker, and Bully says forget about it. Forget about it, Bully. Forget about it. <laughs> Johnny Brasco, and it's crazy how, it, you know, Kanye s- said that. Kanye West is always in tune with everything going on. People act like uh, he's not going to be. Uh... That song was fire, by the way. came out yesterday. Uh, I mean, well, it came out because of the Triple X uh, right. movie that came out. It was released. Yeah. And, uh, it's a doc. I'm, I definitely plan on seeing it soon. Yeah, Kanye is, is definitely in tune with what's going on. Right, and I believe after this case, John, I believe that Johnny Depp is gonna he's gonna quote this. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, if he wins this, you know, he wins the case and gets this fifty mil, which is you know interesting. But I, I don't think he really even cares about the money as much as uh, his proving his innocence. You know what I'm saying? He can make the money back if Hollywood accepts him, um, and he he's uh, basically. Uh, how do you say uh, vindicated? Got it. Well, in correlation to relationships, right? Which is the reason why I played that song. Jada Pickett Smith is quoted saying, "Her biggest wound is in relationships. Is that what she is not protected?" Okay. When she said this, she said this on Table Talk recently. Yeah. So, so that's her truth. Well, this this is what she stated. So, I'm, so what do you think? There's uh, there's a connection there between uh, how Will reacted when he seen her face that day. But this is after that. I know, I know. Well, I, those are her sentiments after stale. I I mean, is it is it her trying to defend his actions or does it sound like that a little bit? Really, it sounds a little bit like she's taking some of the heat. I mean, if you think that deeply about it. Like, oh, well, maybe he felt insecure about not protecting his wife, and he's he stood up because he saw her face, and she was fed up, and such and such. I mean, hey, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Jada Pickett at all. <laughs> I think she's a she's a different type of person, respectfully. I don't. I think maybe some people may see it like that. I think other people will see it more obvious that she's still making it about her. Oh man, that's nothing new. Is this clip going around that uh, she she's uh, going live and she's showing Will Smith and he's she's like asking the she's kind of like patronizing him a little bit but asking him and then asking her live if this doctor helped their relationship and so basically uh, he's like well I didn't give you permission to film me in my house like can you please not do that you know especially since this is my bread and butter like this is how I can make money now. okay. And uh, she's she's just mocking him, being patronizing and shit like that. But what I'm going to say is, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt to say that we uh, we all 
um, one stage or another in our lives have stuff suffered from mental health, and and I'm gonna say I believe that's probably the case with her. Right. Um. Johnny Depp has lost a lot of money. Okay. For sure. And money is held in a, a very high esteem, even though it's only as is worth as what we give it, and it's only a trading tool, nothing more, nothing less. Right. Will Smith has also lost a great deal of money. For sure. And he lost it uh, protecting the honor of his wife. And I have not seen her yet protect him. Well, see, all right. And I agree with that. Um, I think he stupidly jumped out the window and he should be held responsible and held accountable for his actions. Uh, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have done the same myself, like I said before. Right. But... uh, a lot of that has to do with ego and, you know, insecurities. I'm sure he was going through a lot of stuff, which to me doesn't excuse assaulting somebody else, especially someone that you called friend after the fact. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And then, uh, but at the same time, I, I don't see her, like you said, defending him. And it's like, it's a weird thing. What do you think Will's going through mentally? You know what I mean? Like, where is his mental state? I mean, to like single, no pun intended, to single-handedly destroy your career, you know, and then that's for actually, her resp- That's actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian. He, he should be able to get it. Oh, uh, now, yeah, for him to do that, and then for her to have to say that he was wrong for doing it, and just not no other context behind it, because I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, people take clips out, and they try to make, you know, little headlines. No, I watched it, and she did, she does no defending at all. She kind of absolves herself from the situation. And it's like, yo, like, where's where's her honor? Like, where's her? It's just a crazy thing. But then it made sense because I seen another clip that she that they put up. It's, it's a lot of clips that they put up, and it kind of explains the dynamic of the relationship. And it was about him throwing her a huge party for her birthday. And he invited a bunch of actors and singers and da-da-da. Yeah. And then it was like a surprise party. And then she goes up to him and goes, this is... One of the most egotistical things that you ever done. Like, she wow. kind of, she sits on him type shit, makes it about his ego, and and uh, he submitted to that. He he agreed with her, looked a little reluctantly, but it kind of looked like he was just kind of like, whatever, like, you got this, you know, I'm gonna. Whatever makes you happy. Happy let's wife. Call happy. It, let's just call it what it is. Right, happy wife, happy life type yeah. of shit. I don't, I don't subscribe to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in any of that. Right, so, um. I mean, and I think that's the same situation here where she attributes the, his actions to his ego. Right. And it's like, yo, like, I feel like you should deal with that privately if if that even is your issue. Um, but, you know, we don't really know what's going on indoors, but what, what I can say is over the years, um, she's probably just professionally bad at looking uh, supportive uh, in any way. Well, I don't, I don't, from, from my observation and, we, we we don't know nothing, like you said. We don't know nothing about their relationship. However, it, it, it still looks like he's just the type of guy that he's going to protect his wife no matter what. Yeah, yeah. But no matter what she does, whether she has extra marital affairs or whatever you want to call it, whether they agree with it or not, whatever the case is, right. he's going to stick, stick by her side no matter what. And that's just what it looks like. It just clearly doesn't look like she would stick by his side. I I see something rare happening in which I see women um, turning on her, um, and they're looking at her a little crazy, which is, it gives me a little bit of hope as far as, like, 
okay, not everyone's thinking the way she's thinking. Or a healthy relationship. Right, right. Because some people might, in their mind, be like, whoa, well, he does whatever she says because it's just to make her happy, that's 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 healthy. That's what I want. And it's like, dang, that's that's like subservitude or something. That's the that's the what they preach. That you know, that's what yeah, women preach no to one be can against. Really be happy because you can't, as a woman, I'm assuming you would never respect your man if he just does whatever. Well, I think I think people are more. Is I don't think respect is held to high regards anymore any longer. And again, we don't really know. Like we don't really know what they've been through. Um, so I'm sure it's possible that respect's out the window. You know, she could be holding on to a crazy secret, you know, that just they know about, and that's why she holds so much contempt and resentment towards him. But it's definitely there, man. From what I see, you know, you she she's not good at hiding it. Actually, speaking of speaking of relationship experts, uh, uh, proclaimed relationship expert Kevin Samuel has passed away. Rest in peace to him. Yeah, rest in peace, Kevin um, Samuels, man. That Crazy. was very, for me, I'm not shocked usually, but that was very shocking to me to find that out. Yeah, it was It was uh, random, definitely random. Um, it, it was It was like, uh, you kind of felt like you knew him. Like when I, Yeah, you, you, you're correct when you say that, because no one's ever really spoke that much he was like every night talking right right for like an hour plus right for months and months right so i think we probably got to know him better um right. at speaking right um with no editing than anyone else i mean like when celebrities usually pass except for kobe for me at least right um i feel like it's a celebrity death you know and it hurts some more than others, like dang, you know. But he's one of those besides Kobe, where I was like, dang, like it's, it feels like some people that I've lost in real life, like, yeah, like not real life, but you know, people that I know personally. Well, and, yeah, uh, Kobe, and I, and I could understand that because even though Kobe has, um, off the basketball court and on the basketball court has achieved great, you know, great things, and we know his daughter was like so young right. and. Just the, the the many possibilities of seeing more greatness out of him right. so many more years mm-hmm. um, is just yeah, our tra- imaginations are running wild. Trailblazer, for sure. I mean, some people just touch you different, man, and it's just, you know, you got you to gotta look at it differently. People affect you in different ways. But, yeah, Kevin Samuels, just, you know, he was dope. Um, I didn't agree with a lot of things he said. But what I did respect about him is that he stuck to his core beliefs, and you know, I think a lot of people hold certain things against him. His, you know, his character, his character that he put on, you know, it's definitely a character. Like whoever doesn't know that, tripping. Um, well, but it's not, he, it's not inauthentic. He, he said it himself. He said that one of his friends said, "I like what you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying, but you're boring." Right. And this is why he decided to add the the, the humor to it, the comedy right. to it. Right. Um, the arrogance, the an- antics yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, so he wanted to make it interesting to, for people to actually get the message that he's, you know, wanting to come across to have right. healthy, healthy relationships within the black community. And I'm, I think it's more than healthy. I think it's more empowering black people and especially black couples. Um, and I think he has he got a lot of negative attention in the media, but I think it's because people are afraid of him. They were afraid of. 
I think he needed what he propelled. At the same time, he he had to be expecting the negative media. Of course. And, and the negative media also helped, I wouldn't say, um, I would say promote. No, no, for sure. And, 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 and recognize him as a public figure. He, um, this is, the interesting about it is I've seen so many couples say that, or like especially the women in a relationship, say, oh, I hated you at first. Like I hated what you stood for, what you said, and they realized like, a lot of his stuff was click. It was clickbait, you know. And I've also heard, out of I've also heard women um, genuinely say, "You've saved my marriage." Well, the, those same women that hated him, that they were the same. They they would say after over time, and like understanding him, they would agree with him. And and it was because it was more of an internal thing, a defense mechanism, and um, their own arrogance, which is own. which is also a product of trauma. I think it's yeah. I think it's more powerful when people deal with their own trauma, and then they and I think have he, a different opinion on things. Let me just say this: to, uh, in, in credits to him, he him being on every night and being consistent for so long, it allowed a lot of women and men to process, to digest properly information, to be able to understand where he's coming from, his points of view. A lot of people just looked at it and just walked away. Um, I seen a pastor. Um, I, I I would say capitalized in some sort by saying, if he was so rich, why why does he need a GoFundMe? At at a, and he was preaching this and had a whole bunch of people standing on their feet. The 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 audacity for someone to do something like that. Yo, I think he uh... knowing, of course, the reaction. I think um, people just. Got to live with them, themselves, man. And so they they got a lot of themselves and say what they're doing is right. People are just crazy, man. I'm not crazy, but just, I don't know. They have, like you said, audacity is crazy. The gall. The gall is crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, 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 you know, so what do you think now? You think people will take him more seriously now? Ironically, this is the crazy thing. Um when people pass away, it brings a lot of attention, you know. Right. They see the controversy behind it. His channel has grown, views have grown up going up and it's it's kinda sad that he don't get he doesn't get to see it like uh and like as we do. But what'd you say mission accomplished though? But again, like it's the only <laughs> this gonna be crazy because I don't want nobody to say I'm comparing Kevin Samuels to, to Martin Luther King. But ironically, uh Martin Luther King's death did propel his his um Sentiments and, and stuff Well it's crazy now Right yeah. It's like they laughed at him now They might laugh at you now right, For sure For sure Because they're going to say Well how can you compare those two When he was Going right, for right. civil rights And and Kevin Samuel Which they don't realize now Is, is going for empowering uh, Us as a people Right Okay Not and just black men by the way just, It's as a people Because he right. Yeah as a people, sure. uh, empowerment is 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 extremely important. It's it's liberation, right? And liberation is is rare, and that is the point right. of of what Martin Luther King's message is, the core of it. Right, right. A lot of people mean just associated with one thing, right. but that is the point: liberation, freedom to, of speech, and 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 every other resources that is available of you know for you as as a black person. Right, um, and a lot of people will. Black American, African American, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so. And he'll get caught up in that. But let's talk about something fun. (laughs) 
Let's talk about Doctor Strange. What do you I think? I swear, I was really sitting here thinking about when should I bring up the Doctor Strange movie? Oh, yeah. How serious he was. Nah, did you, did, was you seen about. it? I definitely, absolutely. You, you didn't it? think I seen it, did you? I didn't think you seen it. I know you didn't. I was like, yeah, let me. T- we should talk about Doctor Strange, but I don't know if you see. <laughs> you ain't know if I saw it. Nah. No, I definitely seen it. You liked it? I loved it. Oh, it, you, it was oh, okay. greatly written. Are yeah. oh, you surprised, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, I'm a tough critic. It was yeah. greatly written. It made perfect sense. Right. The multiverses, the way they writ the Doctor Strange that was in the multiverse. Wasn't the, our Doctor Strange, right? The, the but, Defender Strange. Yeah. But the way the acting was, it seemed like it was right, right, right. And then the girl knew it the whole time that he Mar- wasn't Mar- from Marika Chavez. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great little actress, um, young actress, I should say. Um, she did a great job. The the everything was was well written, well directed. Um, I didn't see anything that looked corny at all. Right. Um, I love that they did um, Wanda. Wanda was the interesting part of it. Without Wanda, that would have been it wouldn't have been the same type of movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, She's definitely one of the best villains I think uh, in, in in her show, and I love the fact that in this movie they put Wanda Vision. We speak it. Wanda Vision. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Favorite um, shows. She's the villain. She's the I don't, spoiler alert. She's the villain, but she's also the the, the protagonist, antagonist. She's she's a whole bunch of things. And she's I, everything in one. But I definitely think she's a villain, even though people may disagree with me. In WandaVision, no, she 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 did a lot in that. In she that show. was the villain, but there was a great villain behind her. Right. There was a, the, right. right. But she's still to, to she me essentially, even, even like all right, you know, some people may not look at it that way, but even the goons in the movies are are the villains. You know, that's just yeah, how well, I look at it. They could be misled or whatever, hey, but it you is know, what I, it is. Hey, look, that, what could I tell you? Thanos is my superhero, so so. What, what okay, so yeah, about? it's Murky Waters out here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I think he's a villain too, but yeah, for sure. I, I, but I like that concept in which people. It's it's not so. I'm a bad guy. I'm just bad to be bad, like type of right, situation. Right. <laughs> that one track mind. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Is definitely you can. Um, identify with with their with their even if you agree with it or not. So you know Kevin Samuels thing. Whether you agree with it or not, you can still respect it. You can still understand it, relate to it, and I think stuff like that is a lot more compelling to as an audience right. and to the audience. But funny, funny enough, you say that right. So um, it's what's crazy. that? There's this other movie that came out. You should definitely watch. It. I know you didn't watch this one. What's that? It's called Everything Everywhere at Once. Ah, uh, okay. Have you yeah, heard about you, it? You got you got me this All time. Right. You got me. It's the number one movie in the world of all time, and we. You, I know you have like a lot of um, people in America. I'm gonna watch this right as soon as the show's done, and uh, we'll be talking about this next time. It's a crazy movie. It's a, it's a movie about a multi traveling multiverse as well concept. I loved it. It is an amazing movie. You might not like not like it as much. But is to me, it is great. All right, but what's your okay? We're gonna get into that. But what's your overall take of Doctor Strange? Well, that's why I was bringing it up. Yeah. Um, I wish Doctor Strange uh traversed like that movie more, particularly. Okay. Um, it was a well-written movie. You saying? Yes. But Doctor Strange was, f- it it, Doctor Strange was fun and it was different. Um, it brought a horror element. I was dead afraid of the bad guy in the movie. Like, what's gonna happen next? Especially when a certain superhero team got smoked up, 
know what I mean? Yeah. See, see, see for real. You know what I mean? So, hey, first off, Wanda, Wanda, her other name is Scarlet Witch. A lot of people don't know this. She dope. She a dope person. She is the most powerful witch. Period. She's she. If if you, if you guys don't like, I understand. You know, someone person told me they don't like superhero movies. They they just won't watch any of them. It's insane. I, I deal with that a lot. Wait, you 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 going in spoilers now? Or I, I'm going in spoilers. Of course I am. Oh, okay. People so need to alert. watch this. And well, one, you're gonna get lost. You're gonna be left behind because these is only getting better. Marvel, Disney is only getting better. The I mean, getting better. ultimately, I liked it. Because it did, it didn't feel like your your average Marvel movie. Marvel not not movie. by a long shot. It was different for sure. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to Love and Thunder, the Thor movie coming out. Oh yeah, they you know they've gotten better as time is going on too. And the bad guy or the villain in that movie, Gore, Gore the God Butcher. I don't know if you ever read those comics, but that is a very interesting uh, villain. And uh, Christian Bale got to play Batman, American Psycho. He's playing. Well, by the way, DC is trying, guys. They're about to come out with something. Well, I, what? They're I, coming out. They're coming out Aquaman too. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't they're that. trying. Listen, listen. Batman I'm was not, fire though. I loved Batman. You didn't like you, Batman. You, you know, I definitely did not like that. I loved. I loved Batman. That was just, come on. Batman I, I, was one of the best. But but look, I'm book. giving him. A, I'm giving him a chance. DC's trying. I'm going to leave it right there. They're about to come out with something else. No, I don't think anything. I think they're done for. I think they're done for, too. And and I'm I'm rooting for them, but I'm, I just think they need to throw away everybody and start from scratch and maybe talk to Marvel, ask them to take over. No, no. no. They, they, they can do it themselves. Sure, <laughs> okay. What do, you mean, what do you think about Avatar? Finally. Finally, Are you a big out. Avatar fan. Of course, I'm not that crazy about Avatar. I'm 100 percent Avatar. So, it was so Pocahontas to me. Basically. Uh, well, it was. It. it, it I'm talked not saying to, that there's no original. I'm not saying every any it, movie. That, that was the whole point of it. The whole Pocahontas thing. I I don't know, man. It's cool. Visually, it's amazing. Stunning. Amazing. The, the movie, the soundtracks, the acting, the directing, the the. It was it was it was it was amazing. Yeah, I cool. just don't, and I hope, I hope Avatar Two is going to be like. Well, so you seen the trailer? I seen the trailer. I'm not big. On, I I like to avoid trailers, but I seen it. I try to, I try to do the same, but and we've been waiting for a long time. They have, they have stopped Avatar from coming out a few times. <laughs> Well, a lot of things kept happening, man. The direct problems with directors, problems with actors, COVID. Like, there's so many things that kept getting in the way of the movie. Usually when stuff like that happens, the movie ends up being... So I don't have high expectations. Um, I kind of just feel like I know what's going to happen a little bit. I don't know about you, but yeah. No, I understand. Before we go, I just want to talk about how Snoop Dogg turned down $2 million for Michael Jordan's party, the DJ, because he had, he had something going on. What do you think about turning down two million dollars to DJ? Uh, when you Snoop Dogg, you could do that, man. Isn't that nice? Shout out to Death Row, man. Yeah, shout out to Death. Shout out to Snoop Dogg for for doing what he feels is much more important. I, th- I think it was more important, actually. <laughs> I didn't see that story yet, but I, you know, it's not surprising coming from Snoop Dogg. There's yeah. certain people that I, I see them do stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, that's yeah, that kind of fits with their character. Yeah, definitely shout out to him. And it's not even about the money because the two million dollars is a lot. I don't care who you are, you know what I'm saying? But right. 
sometimes time and, and certain things is way worth way more than a lot of people. A lot of people also look at who you will be hanging out when you're doing these events. Right. And um, Denzel Washington was there, I believe. There was a whole bunch of celebrities. And I think that people are so starstruck that they would have been like, how can you, do you know who was at that party? <laughs> yeah. There were people, guys, just like us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, he, and Snoop Dogg did what he thought was best. And Gee, well, He's getting backlash from this? No, he's not getting backlash. But, you know, media is going to throw it out there to be like, you know, he turned out $2 million to, to work with, a, uh, I believe, one of his organizations and stuff like that. Oh, well, more the, power to him, man. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I think that we 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 live by, we, we set examples, and people are always watching. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think it's important what he did. It's great. And if you learned anything from this show or laughed or whatever, share with 1,000-plus people, strangers. <laughs> Just put a number in and just share it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and shout out to all the many countries. And I'm still here getting a lot of feedback. A lot of people are still using the show for English. Right. And I love it. Yeah, yeah, for Among sure. Other things. Learn English from Rain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Learn English from David Talks. <laughs> Chega de mãozinho mudando todo esse beat Toda bonequinha é Hello Kitty Mas não fica preocupada se chamei de namorada Que contando com você acho que eu tenho mais uns 20 Onde eu quico, onde eu sento Eles me pedem em casamento Coração da mãe é grande Eu não tô perdendo tempo Onde eu quico, onde eu sento Eles me pedem em casamento Coração da mãe é grande Eu não tô perdendo tempo Senta dona, senta dona, senta dona Fala que é sem sentimento mas quando eu sento apaixona, senta dona, senta dona, senta dona. Fala que é sem sentimento, mas quando eu sento apaixona, senta dona, senta dona, senta dona. Fala que é sem sentimento, mas quando eu sento apaixona. Ela tá movimentando, jogando a peteca pra cima pra baixo. Ela tá movimentando, jogando a peteca pra cima pra baixo. Ai caliga, ai caralho, ai caliga, ai caralho, ai caliga, ai caralho, ai caliga, ai caralho. Davi Kenaipe, Luisa Sonza, ai calica, Gabriel do Bore, ó, tá ligado? Caralho, essa Luisa é foda, me apaixonei.